Welcome to the Ask the Estate Agent podcast, here to give you the knowledge and inspiration to take the next steps in the world of property. Your weekly dose of property market updates, top tips on buying, selling, renting and investing in property. From your expert estate agents and through interviews with industry specialists. We're here to answer your questions. So here's your host, serial entrepreneur and estate agent, David Thomas. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 27 of Ask the Estate Agent podcast. Thanks for joining me. And in today's episode, we're going to cover the subject of property fraud. Now, this is something that is uh, becoming more and more regular and getting a bit more media exposure now. And within the property industry, uh, it's becoming a subject that really needs focusing on. And hence, this podcast is getting out to everybody what uh, property fraud is, the the people that are more at risk, and also the measures you can take to protect yourself, because this is happening a lot more now. Um, and it's very, it, it's tied in with identity fraud, which obviously people are more aware of, but property fraud is your biggest asset at risk. So um, I hope you find this podcast useful. All the notes and all the links and everything will be in the show notes. So if you go there, you can click on the links and get to everything that, that we mentioned in the podcast. So in a nutshell, property fraud is where somebody is assuming your identity as the homeowner to either sell the property, to mortgage the property, or even change the title deeds into somebody else's name. Um, and this is happening more and more. And the people that are more at risk of this happening are people that have had their identity stolen already in the past um, because they have access to your identity, the address, all that kind of information, and they can assume um, your identity to do this fraud. If you rent out your property, you're more at risk. If you live overseas and your property is left here in empty in the UK, you're more at risk. Um, if your property is left empty anyway, and you're not living in it, you're more at risk. If And if the property isn't registered with the land registry, then you're definitely more at risk. So how can you protect yourself against this happening? Just before we go into this, so that you understand how these protection measures work, um, the way these people are doing this, and one of the examples of it is if, if say, you rent out your property, um, you don't have a mortgage on it, and you've moved a tenant in and that tenant knows they're a fraudster they know they've done their homework that you don't have a mortgage on it and that you haven't updated the land registry so any correspondence or anything goes to that actual address now if they assume your identity they can pose as you and remortgage the property because there is no mortgage company on there to check with or to stop it and it's literally them just dealing with the land registry posing as you so they could effectively take out a mortgage on your property, pocket that money, and then disappear. And, and this is actually happening um, a lot more now. So that's one example where you're renting the property out, but this can obviously happen where people don't even need to move into the property or pose as a tenant. They can just do their homework and do this without you even knowing who they are. So the first thing to do to counter any of this happening to you is to make sure your property firstly is registered with the land registry. Um, the reason I say that is 
that properties bought or mortgaged since 1998 should all be on the land registry. But before 1998, there is a, a risk that it hasn't been registered. So the first thing to do is to go onto the land registry, check it is registered. If not, get it registered as soon as possible. The next thing to do is ensure your contact details are up to date with the registry. Um, you can have up to three addresses on there. So if you do move frequently with work, things like that, you can always have, say, a parent's address or another family member's address on there as well as a backup way of contact. The next thing to do is um, tied in with identity fraud is any confidential documents that you ever deal with should be shredded before being thrown away just to prevent your identity getting into the wrong hands. File all bills and bank statements away in a secure place. Do not disclose any sensitive security or bank details over the phone. Remember, a bank will never ask you to confirm your PIN or password. And if you receive a call claiming to be from your bank, call them back on their publicly listed number. The last thing is check your statements carefully for any suspicious transactions. So if you ever see any of those things, um, you know, you're alerted to the fact that your identity may have been stolen and then it's checking that this fraud isn't happening to you. So once you've done those checks, you've checked that the land registry is all up to date, you check that you're, you're handling your data properly, you're securing everything as much as possible. Um, there are other measures that you can put in place to even further protect you. One of those is to um, actually set up an alert with the land registry. And you can set up these property alerts so that if someone applies to change the register for your property, for example, if someone tries to use your property for a mortgage, it will ping up an alert and notify you of this and ask you whether it's you that's doing it. Um, this won't automatically block any changes to the register, but it will alert you when something changes so that you can take action. Uh, you can get alerts up to 10 properties and there's no fee for this service. So it's almost crazy not to do it. Just set, set the alerts up and at least you're notified then if a change is registered that you weren't aware of. The second thing you can do, which um, gives you an even more level of protection, is put a restriction on the title. So you can stop the land registry registering a sale or mortgage on your property unless a conveyancer or solicitor certifies the application was made by you. Um, and these can be done whether you're a business that owns, so if a company owns the property, you can put a restriction in place completely free of charge. If you don't live at the property, so let's say you're a landlord and you rent the property out or you've moved abroad, you can again put a restriction in place completely free of charge. Um, but if you do live in the property and you'd like to put a restriction on the register, there is a small cost of £40. So what I'll do is put the link to all these restriction applications. They are forms, I believe, that you download and fill them in and then you send them off to the land registry. But given that most of these measures are completely free, unless you live in the property, you'd be paying £40. You know, to put these in place against this growing crime and this growing fraud um, is almost crazy not to. So um, that's the best way to protect yourself. Check everything's up to date. Protect your identity as you should be. And then um, you can put these alerts and these restrictions in place as well to further protect yourself. 
So I hope you found um, this useful. Please do share it, pass it on, let people know about this. It's not something that's widely spoken about, but it is happening a lot now. And this is your biggest asset. And the last thing you want is somebody taking a mortgage out for hundreds of thousands of pounds in your name. So I'll put all the links, as I said, in the show notes. Everything will be in there. Plus, there is also a, a property fraud line that the Land Registry run to combat this. So if you do think anything has happened or you suspect you've recently had your identity stolen and you want to check with them or put an alert on, you can call their Land Registry fraud line and they also have a dedicated email address for this as well. So again, I'll put these in the show notes for you to be able to um, contact or pass on to anybody else that you think might find it useful. So thanks again for listening and I really do hope you found it useful. Please do share it and until next time, it's goodbye for now. We look forward to answering your property questions and helping you with your next move. Thank you for listening to the Ask the Estate Agent podcast.